in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex. And to my right, I have... Dash as Wolf. Bentley Michaels as Referian Night Meadow. Brett as Arthur. Caleb as Scory Telbrun. Milo as Bull. And last we left our adventurers, they had entered into the Tower of Chaos. My brain just melted there for a second. Um, and uh, using some crystal devices, had, their, had themselves transported into the ethereal realm, where they are now fighting a shambling ethereal mound. Let the adventure begin. You can shamble this mound. Let's do this. <clears throat> so, last we left off, you were in this first main chamber of the Tower of Chaos. Uh, the ethereal vine and mushroom and tree-like entity had climbed its way onto this upper platform. Uh, Scory and Wolf and a giant snake are all combating it. Uh, Ball, you are looking massive. Riff, you are hidden in the in the shadows just underneath. And Zephyrus keeping a good distance away, playing it safe. Uh, but Rhyferian, you were up first oh, wow. in the combat round. Okay, so uh, there's a shambling man, and then there's the giant snake, right? Or no, who who's the giant snake? The snake is an ally. The snake okay. uh, was summoned by uh, Scory. That's right. He's trying to constrict around it, but is is unable to do so as That's of yet. Right. Okay, um, I'm just gonna. I'll just double attack with my shadow chucks. Mm-hmm. Um, just give it the old, give it the old one two there. All right. One. Uh, let's see here. Have him up over here. Oh, cool. Snake eyes. Um, so that would be plus five, so uh, twenty-one to hit on both of them. Twenty-one. They... That should hit. Yeah. It's got a little uh, extra bonus to its AC from being behind the um, uh, railing, but that still hits, absolutely. Okay, cool. (coughs) So, 2d6. So I've got 6 and 4 and 10 plus 3. So 13 points of damage uh, as I dual wield my chocks. And uh, the the shadow, shadow essence go out and uh, attack it. Nice. And what kind of damage is that? Uh, let's see here. Uh, nine of it is piercing, and seven of it is bludgeoning. Piercing is bludgeoning. Do with the shadow the shadow chucks? Do they have a specific damage type, or or are they or are they considered magical? Uh, for the purpose of attacks. Yeah, it's magical because I can then, like, as a bonus action, recall them back into my, you know, the essence back into my hand. But it just does what a, I believe whatever the uh, um, the damage normally is that the weapon does. I can look Do it up. Real quick, no, I think though. it gives it its own. It it should give it its own damage. Um, oh, you're right. One was slashing and one was bludgeoning or something. No, you're right. It deals. Never mind. It deals two d eight psychic damage. Cool. So I have to re-roll my damage. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay. Well, oh, yeah, the I psychic damage. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. much the exact same. So I got a seven and an eight. So I got, uh, yeah, whatever was that, fifteen points of psychic damage. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, as you guys have seen, regular, um, just normal weapon damage has uh, about half effect on this, and then necrotic damage as well is doing about half effect. Yeah. Psychic seems to do just fine. Yay! And you like you like your position where you are? I feel I feel pretty good there thus far. Okay. 
Next in the round is, is this thing. It is surrounded by a barbarian and a druid. It is going to make a couple of attacks. The first one, we're just going to do one on each of you. So the first one after Wolf is going to be... And did you... I, I would assume you went reckless last time. Uh, yeah, you'd have advantage. Advantage, okay. All right, it didn't help him at all. Oh, uh, hey. 17 okay. to hit, though? Uh, oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> no. Why me? Oh, oh my god um <laughs> uh it deals 10 damage to you uh rolled a one a one and a two uh and is that bludgeoning that is bludgeoning yes okay and it slams <laughs> into you uh scory yeah uh we have got it comes at you with a 21 to hit that's a hit oh we both getting hit man by the way, we were calling that thing a squaglet. Squaglet, that's right. Uh, 17 damage from the squaglid as it uh, slams into you with this, this mass of, of vine and wood. Cool. Thanks. Do it doesn't like the snake and is going to try and just move backwards, um, provoking an opportunity attack from the snake, if you want to go ahead and roll for that score. I do. I do. Absolutely. 16. 16 is going to be a miss. The snake is trying to like get through the, uh, the railing that's on there and it, it is hampered by it. It's not able to get um, uh, grasp, you know, it's fangs into it uh, yeah. in time. Uh-huh. And as it kind of pulls back, it pulls back with it. This giant chunk of stone that was embedded in this top part and just flings that into the center of the room uh, going after Ball, the big target. It's what he's known as in the the South. It'll be 16 versus AC. The big target. No way. All right. Um, yeah, it throws this massive you know, rock at you and you just kind of like grab it and take kind of a, the force of it and then just drop it to the side of you right. as you, you know, continue forward towards it. Uh and it's actually your turn after that. All right. Well, it moved back, so that kind of negates the thing I was going to try to do. Um, man, I really just don't have that many options. Um, so well, I think we already discussed the thorn whip. Since I'm bigger, it's not going to affect my thorn whip. Right. Hole. Yeah. I, I would say, ball. With your size and how, how tall this uh, um, platform is, uh, you can climb over that to get next to it in its space. Yeah, I was thinking I could maybe walk up to it and then just punch him, but I can move into its space, though? You'll let me do that? I mean, you've got you've got room right here if you wanted to try for an athletics check to try and climb that. And you're about the size of it. It'd be like trying to jump over a, a fence. All right, sure. All right, give me an athletics check. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Easy enough. You kind of take the take the rock and and deflect it, and you take a you know couple of steps up to that that wall, and just with one hand, just pull yourself up, and with a thud, crash down on the upper platform with this thing face to face with you. Dude, I'm gonna punch it. <laughs> Twenty. Twenty will hit. That's going to be 15 bludgeoning damage with my magic fist. Nice. And my second attack. Uh, 18. That's going to hit. 11 more damage with my magical fist. Yeah, you get up there and just, just pummel this thing kind of up against the wall you know it tries to reform on the sides of it but it's it's losing some mass uh in the center of it it's you know just trying to grab on with all the little tentacles that it can uh after that uh unless you have double move uh next to it uh 
yeah, he kind of he just rolls, you know, goes into his little roll mode and just rolls right up the uh, ramp, gets a little bit of air, uh, you know, turns, lands on its feet, and then races to the other side of it. Perfect. And that's it. All right. After that, Zephyrus, Arthur, you are up. Uh, yes, sir. So, um... I guess I'm going to blast... Can I... Yeah, what's the deal on that? Um, what do you think I can see of him from where I am? Uh, he's a bit obscured because he's on a, a platform above you. Um, so he'll have, you know, some co- some cover because of that. <clears throat> And how how high is it to that next kind of level? Uh, it's up? about ten feet up to the next level. Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm wondering because I don't think I can move far enough. Um, let me look. So sorry. And you do still have it, uh, hat or cursed. That little red mark on it is indicating. So I guess I'll move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Whoops. Oh, can I not move my guy? Um, I guess I'll move like, whoops. God, damn it. Like right here. And I'm curious. <clears throat> there you go. You can move it now. If I do some crazy shit here. Okay. So I'm going to quicken a spell. Okay. okay. Tell me, tell me if I can do this first. <laughs> so if I quicken a spell, I'm allowed to, as a storm sorcerer, use my tempestuous uh, magic and I can um, fly up to 10 feet distance. Mm-hmm. Can I fly 10 feet up? <laughs> And since my spell is quickened, I can then Eldritch blast them up in the air. <laughs> the 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 railing that's that's along the side is what's Would giving it cover. It. Um, so you'd probably have to get like twenty feet up in the air to to go get past that amount of okay. cover that it has. Okay, I'm glad I yeah. didn't try to do that without checking with you first. Um. All right. I guess. That's really all I can do. So that's it. I'll just, uh, I'll dash closer and then just as close as I can get. And we'll call it good. Okay. 30, 30 movement speed. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, a, a movement action gets you there and you want to use your action to dash. You don't want to do like a Eldritch Blast or anything. No, this is fine. Oh, just right there. Okay, perfect. Uh, next up is Scory. And you're kind of flinking it with your snake. You see the snake kind of trying to get its head up to try and climb up to this next level. Here's my question. Uh, I got hit. And the snake is a concentration. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and make a uh, concentration check. Okay. At least I get a chance to keep it. Yeah. So it's a constitution saving throw. Well, uh, that's a nine. Any bonuses? Uh, not that I'm you know, like an iron will or something. Or? Oh yeah, just yeah. Your, just your, I do. Is your con? Do. What's your con save? Uh, two, two. But I, I do have the the iron will thing. Um, I can use my reaction to roll psionic talent die. Add the number. Oh yeah, that's a that's a feat that, that we weren't going to be using anymore. Oh okay, bummer. That was out. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess I guess snake go so, by yeah, uh yeah, a ten is what you need to maintain concentration. So oh, it's a twelve, isn't it? Didn't you roll a nine? No, I rolled a seven. Oh, seven plus, yeah. Yeah. Um uh, I yeah, that's not the si- uh, situation I could give myself guidance, is, is it? No, because uh-uh, it would be an action to give so. yourself um, yeah. resistance, I think it would give you a, a bonus to the saving throw. Okay. So yeah, as yeah, as these like concentration too. Hmm. Um, so yeah, as the snake's kind of trying to climb up, uh, it just, it just dissolves into the ethereal, uh, just as it came into being. 
Well, that sucks. Okay. Um, and so this is solid wall right behind Snakey. Yeah. Okay. And um, okay. So I think what I want to do is if something's in a 15 foot cube, could I position it in a way to not get my buddies? 15 foot cube. Cause, yeah, cause he, yeah. you can, you can kind of focus it here and then be, yeah, you can get just that if you focus it against the wall there. Okay. So, uh, a con, a 13 con save. And, uh, I'm, I'm casting thunder wave. Gotcha. At a third level. Oh, it's going to fail that. Yay. <laughs> okay. Guy's got a beefy constitution, but he rolled terribly. Good. Okay. So, um, so a thunderous wave sweeps out from me, and uh, push ten feet. That's why I wanted to make sure that the wall would kind of keep him there, because I don't want him really escaping. Yeah. What's um, the damage on that? It is. Oh, nice. Ten. Well, yeah, okay. 18. Uh, dang. Okay. Uh, 19. 19, and that's going to be thunder damage. If that's yeah. a, is that a type? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then roll 1d6 for me as well as it slams up against the wall. Okay. Three. Three. So yeah, you you let out a call of thunder uh, that booms and resonates in this tower, and as it hits into this mound of you know ethereal plants, uh, it slams up against the wall, and as it tries to reform, just little bits of it do, and they fall apart, and then another little bit of it tries to form and like stabilizes itself, and that falls apart until the whole thing just kind of dissipates into a Ooh. oozing puddle on the ground. Ooh, okay. And it uh, seems to be vanquished. Uh, I guess with my movement, I'm going to slowly approach it and prod at it. All right. You kind of you got whatever it and it. It just kind of it just kind of oozes out a little bit, and it looks like it's all just you know all what it is is just kind of vaporizing, evaporating okay. into whatever space is around it. Does this look at all uh, like what we saw in the mansion, the plants and stuff that are grown in there? Do, do. the vines that were kind of overtaking it? Magical? I would I would say no. Those vines were were actively alive. Uh, this looks like it's a collection of dead plants and hmm. mushrooms growing off of them. Hmm. Hmm. Can I? I'd like to harvest a mushroom if I All could. Right. Um, so yeah, the whole the whole thing kind of quiets down. You guys are still in this black and white um, ethereal space. You see the crystal that was initially touched uh, is starting to fade a little bit. Um, and and again, you do notice that the the doors in this place no longer exist while you're there in the ethereal realm. Um, noticing the orb dimming, you think you probably have, based on the last one that you touched, probably about 45 seconds before something might happen. So do the doors not exist and there's open spaces there or is it stone? They do they it's open. Okay. It's so open to the to the room the room beyond. All right. I think we need to get past that door guys before we run out of time. I think we got a timer staring here. Uh right door? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, right door. <clears throat> Alright, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm down. Okay, let's go. All right, so you guys are going to try and pile into the uh, where it kind of came from. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right, who's going first, and then who's following after that? Well, me probably. All I'll, right, and I'll go. I'll follow behind. And do you go to the left or to the right? Ooh. Oh, I'm bad with decisions. Oh, Scory, what should I do? I think right is always good. Yeah, I think I think they said the right. So okay, let's, right. let's go with right. Okay. 
You're going to the right. And who's behind Wolf? I will be. Rhyferian. There you are. And who's behind Rhyferian? Yes, please. Uh, Ball, <laughs> as you get to it. Oh, no. The door is a little too big. Or too too small. Or too small. Uh, it only lasts for only lasts for a minute. I assumed it was gonna. It's it might still big. It hasn't just... been a minute yet. No, I'll, I'll drop my concentration. Okay. So yeah, you, you <laughs> can shrink down as you as you enter into the space, like there. a dog trying to get a stick through a <laughs> through yeah, yeah. A pet door. For some reason, I envision him having to reduce himself after that. <laughs> Waste a spell slot to get through <laughs> right, the door. Right. Um, and then who's after Arthur? You want to go next, and I'll take up the rear. <laughs> yeah, that sounds preferable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. As you can all quickly pile in, it's you know you don't you don't try and keep an eye on what's going on, um, and you know it's it's about you know fifteen seconds left, and and before you all catch your bearings while you're while you're inside, um, let me go ahead and reveal this area here, mm-hmm. and then. Going back, this other chamber opens up as well. Uh, and then as the crystal dims, you feel this shift and a pull back into the... Ooh. Um, oops. You feel shift and a pull back into the material plane. Mm. Oh, my God. Let me get on the right layer there we go uh oh so am i am i to believe that there's another glowing orb just to the south of us there is um and as you guys return to the material plane you notice that the doors are back Hmm. and there's actually a door between your groups oh no uh wolf and riff you are both in this chamber below the rest of you are in this small hallway and you feel that pull back to the material plane, but you guys are still stuck in the ethereal. Everything is still black and white in this small hallway. Oh. Near each other beyond the doors. Um, Can I try to pass my hand through the door we just came through? Solid. Ow. Okay. Wait, so the the people in the hallway are in the ethereal plane, but uh, Riff and I are in the uh, material? Yeah, as the crystal magic fades, you get pulled back into the material, and so you see color again. The the whole everything just kind of shifts a little bit. Can um, they can they see us beyond the door? Uh, the door is shut at the moment. Okay, it's not a. Hmm. Uh, I I turn back and uh, where'd everyone else go? Does the door open? You go to try the door. Yeah, it does open. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Uh, but the door Dude. was just just shut at that point. Um, does the yeah. door open on my plane? It does. Do, it does anybody open. walk through? Do they see us? <laughs> they do. So you guys peer into this hallway, and this hallway appears to be stuck in a different dimension. Oh. Loading so this area. hallway itself is the is in the ethereal realm. Um, Ball, you kind of step forward, and as you do, the color returns to you, and you enter into the material plane again. That's dope. And do I do I see that happen? You do, and you see you see them in there. You can clearly see that different realm in there. Everything's black and white in that hallway. You guys are are a different color. I I mean, not like skin, but well, you know what I mean. You're (laughs) like a there's like a filter over you, Mister Ball. Can you can you come back this direction and see what happens? Sure. I go back. As you as you walk back, uh, you enter back into the ethereal, and things go black and white. There's an odd little shift, a, a sensation as you do it, but no harm comes to you. This I'm is interesting. Yeah, Mister Ball, I'm wondering what that door to the north does. If it's a jaw like the one to the south, perhaps we can explore up there. Yeah, want to try it? Are, are we? Agreeing to not touch any orbs until I think for the time being yeah. we have a good idea of how they work. I think. I think if we touch that other one, we'll all be. <laughs> I don't transported. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Um. I I'll 
try the door up north. See if it. The door up north. Uh, there's there's a handle to it, and the handle turns freely. But as you give pressure to the door to go in, something on the other side is blocking it. Like it feels like something is stopping it, not like a lock. Yeah. Yeah, okay. you kind of you kind of get you get you move it a little bit, and it hits it hits against something, and and moves slightly, um, but it looks like there is something on the other side keeping it from opening. Hey, hey, gang! I'm meeting some resistance on the other side of this door. Uh, do we want to try to force it? Or? Well, let's let's check out what's in this other room before we go gallivanting off. I guess sounds good. Uh, yeah. What do I see there? Uh, that glowing thing is that another crystal? It's different than the other ones. This is an orb versus being like a hewn crystal um, sitting on this elaborate stone pedestal. It floats slightly like an inch or two above the uh, pedestal. And inside of the orb is just kind of, it's just cloudy. Looking around, there's um, some plant growth here. Some odd kind of mosses that grow in these large chunks on the walls and on the floor and are kind of growing towards the pedestal and towards where this orb is. Hmm. Now that we're in the non or we're in the physical plane, um, do I still have that mushroom that I got from the ethereal monster? As you step through the ethereal into the material, it dissipates. Okay. Uh, I want to go ahead and look around uh, for something. See if there's anything that's hidden on any of the walls or on the pedestal or just kind of do a general investigation of this room. Okay. You want to take take some time and kind of search search around the room. Do you want to interact with the, the uh, orb I don't want itself? To touch it yet. Okay. Not yet. Can the I go up and touch the though. orb? Oh, no. If you'd like to. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... Okay. I'm going to walk up to it and be like... Hey guys, uh, this is, doesn't look like the crystal, so it probably doesn't do the same thing. And I touch it. <laughs> Give me a uh, dexterity saving throw, please. Hey. <laughs> and I think I, if I remember correctly, you have a luck point from me. I think, I think that was me. Was it? Um. Yeah. Harvest. Yeah. That's me. okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, since I have danger sense, would this count? Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> Did I fall into your trap? Yes. <laughs> You've got it right where right you are. Right into my trap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> I rolled a two and a four. Oh, fantastic. A uh, six. Uh, I got a six total. Six. That's a good number because as you touch this, you take six lightning damage oh, as lightning arcs from this into your hand and just gives you a nice a nice big tingle right up your arm. Uh, and I go, ow! Ow! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that next time you try to reach out and grab something. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I don't like it, and I'm gonna try and like slap it, like saying it's a bad, bad dog. Give me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> bad orb. <laughs> I got an eight. An eight. <laughs> it's getting better. Uh, five lightning damage this time. Ow! Ow! I need to stop touching it. <laughs> As you're as you're touching the orb, uh, Ball, go ahead and give me that investigation check. Uh, kind of every so often myself as he slaps the orb. Uh, that's going to be nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, yeah, you take a, a look around the room. Um, it appears to be fairly blank. There's some shelves here that seem to have been, you know, anything that was on them has been removed. They're dusty. Uh, the odd plant growth growing up towards the uh, pedestal. Um, looking at the orb itself, I would say with that check, you, you would, uh, you would identify this as, if not a scrying orb, something similar to a scrying orb. Um, I'll go ahead and pull out, uh, the, the scrying orb that I got in my dream. Do we decided that I had that? What? In my dream, I stole the scrying orb. 
No, 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 and no. You no, said no. when I you came don't. out of it, I still had it. I thought, okay, no, no, okay. you don't. No, none of that stuff you guys got. In but dreams. it does look similar to that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll share that with the group. Yeah. Can I gaze into it? Yeah, you can take a look into it, and it's it just looks cloudy. Okay. Uh, it, it appears that you would need to activate it somehow, um, either with a word or touch. Mm. Uh, but you see how touch is working out for Wolf. So <laughs> would I would I have an idea of how to get it to activate? Most likely, yeah. Either either you know physically interacting with the device or a command word. Um, what? Tell me more about this moss. Can I harvest some and attempt to fashion? Some sort of touching device. <laughs> what is up with Tori today? I want to touch it all over. He likes it. He likes to make sure he takes up the rear and has well, a touching well, device. We're, we're, touching we're in device. a weird space. We're in a weird space where something is living near this thing, and so I figure there's some sort of symbiotic. Yeah, you can you can definitely you know you you go to collect some of the uh, the moss and it cuts off easily. It's really fluffy. It seems to be be growing quite uh, readily. And um, I'm just gonna kind of light like tentatively touch it, and then depending on what happens, I'm gonna try to like polish it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, you kind of take the the moss in your hand and and touch it to the orb, and I'm gonna have you roll a dexterity saving throw, please. Son of a. <laughs> okay. You're touching the orb too. I am. <laughs> and Wolf goes, "I wouldn't do that." <laughs> As you're like holding your hand, yeah. Like, oh, I'm like, "Oh, it'll be fine. It stings." Uh, that would be a six. A six. <laughs> Isn't that what you got too? Yes, it is. <laughs> Uh, you take ten lightning damage. Hey. Oh wow! As it, as it arcs into you and just just through the moss itself, you, as it, acting as like a conduit and into <laughs> you and and dealing damage. And as it does that, you see the moss just kind of like grow and bloom and get bigger and bigger, and then just goes sucks into the scrying orb itself. And for a moment, you see in the orb a vision of the tower from above. Oh, okay. And uh, as I stand back up off of my butt and dust myself off, um, and rub my hands together, I say, "Did did any of you guys see that? Because I really hope that was worth it. I'm gonna I'm gonna need to <laughs> take Any, a few anyone that was watching the uh, orb would have seen that as well. Okay, good. Uh, so maybe if we just like toss moss onto it, I. I'm cool if someone else wants to try it. I, I uh, think we've got another room that might have more information about what uh, this thing Wolf, can do. Now uh, uh, you've already shocked yourselves several times, and it's it's been quite funny to watch Wolf <laughs> kind of shake and jump around. But Wolf now believing that he is a scientist doing an experiment, mm-hmm. he's going to <laughs> grab a bunch of moss and he's going to easy enough. Uh, just like drop it on top of the orb. Okay. And then quickly pull his hands away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you take you take a kind of a clump of moss and and raise it up a you know a foot or two above the thing and have it drop onto there. And as it does, it does the same thing. It kind of gets sucked up into the orb itself and into the uh, pedestal, and it flashes again this image of of the tower from above. Maybe we should uh, try and zap some other things. Uh... Do you guys got clothes or something? Uh, can I try and tear off a piece of my own like uh, tunic or my little skirt <laughs> sure. that I wear? You've got, you've got some cloth available to you. Um, looks okay. like putting cloth or something on there has no effect. Oh, Do I still uh, have that head in my satchel? Oh, I would gosh. imagine. Unfortunately. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. Unless it's on the scarecrow. I don't. I don't know. If we took the scarecrow down, I probably would have. You took it down, but then you set them back up outside the tower here. Hmm. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it's standing guard with our other guys, isn't it? Well, we know we can bag it. So, since that was a good experiment, Mr. Wolf, uh, we know we can bag it. So, if someone wants to try to throw a bag over and grab it, we can maybe take it with us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah, a fantastic that's, idea. That's, that's Yeah, that's what I was trying to do, yeah. You why don't you, since you had the bright idea, Mr. Ball, 
You want to do the honors? <laughs> well, I mean, you guys have already touched it and you know what it feels like. I'm, I, I think you're totally capable. Here's the thing. I'm going to need to rest a real long time if this doesn't go right. Riff is going to walk up with her backpack and just stuff it in the backpack by like opening the top of it, open up one of her compartments and try to come up underneath it and stick it in there. Okay. Go ahead and give me a check. I almost want to say an Arcana check. Okay. 19. 19? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you can open up one of the the um, sections of your bag, place it over the orb, and then pull on it. And it's not, not zapped you at all. And as you pull, there's kind of like this magnetic force keeping it to the pedestal. Mm. And you just pull, you pull on it, and you pull on it, and you feel like the bag might might break. You're not sure, um, but it'll be some sort of. You'll have to you have to get make a strength check to to pull it off of this thing. It's pretty mm. affixed. I'm gonna tell that to my team. Ooh. Obviously, they can like kind of see what I'm doing anyway, but it's like I try to like yeah. come around it. You see Riff like, kind of pulling on this thing and just struggling. Guys, it's not moving. It, off. it doesn't want to go with us. Can I can I investigate I the pedestal? Is on. there is there any sort of inscription or any sort of lever or button on the pedestal? Uh, Ball, Ball was taking a look at the pedestal and didn't notice anything like that. Okay. How well yeah. did Ball roll did that? <laughs> Pretty well. <laughs> you yeah, were there's no way I'm rolling better. It. Um, yeah, it, it's a pretty nondescript um, but well-made pedestal. What about the rest of the room? Is there anything on the walls that, besides the moss? Uh, there's the shelving that was on here. It used to mm-hmm. hold something, but that has since been removed. Uh, and then beyond that, it's just the moss. Let's. Did- uh, I, I think we're done in this room. Let's uh, let's let's head head north, Mister Wolf. You want to maybe help Riff pull that off? It felt Ooh. like it was going to tear my bag, and I'm not about to tear my bag. So, I mean, maybe yeah, there's something yeah. like in another room or something like a piece of cloth later, like where we could kind of like throw it over it and then you know wrap it up that way. But I I don't want to rip my bag. My bag is pretty okay. awesome. Good idea. Yeah. All right, let's put a pin in this. All um, right. Does everybody? Uh, does anybody want to take a short rest? It's okay if you don't. But I'm good. good. I didn't get hit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm down quite a bit, but um, I'm pretty invincible. So yeah, you yeah. When your pool is <laughs> a lot bigger. Um, okay, in that case, I'm just gonna cast uh, cure wounds on myself. Well, if you want, you can just roll your dice real quick for a short rest, and then well, we can go check the north. I mean, if that's what I'm asking, I, I would like to do a short rest, but if nobody else wants to, then I'll. Yeah, I, would, I would say, if you don't burns. have to like RP it and just like roll it, and so we can go through that door. Like, uh, <sighs> the party's fine with that, obviously. All right, that means then time yeah, elapses, so sure. I might as well do that too. All right, you guys are gonna kind of just take a short rest in this uh, little room here. I guess I'll do some detect magic if we're gonna hang out. Yeah, yeah. Riff is going to like um, so yeah, jump guys... in between. She'd be like, look, in the ethereal plane, not in the ethereal plane, in the ethereal plane, not in the ethereal plane. Da-da, da-da, da-da. Jumping like in and out of the hallway. <laughs> it's an it's a unique experience being able to <laughs> to easily transverse those planes. Um, and you, you definitely get that sensation that, that this is similarly designed to the hold. Yeah, um, uh, that's what I was going to ask like, if this... I recognize that. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. I'll tell that to my my. Com- my uh, my compatriots as well. It's like this feels like the this feels like the whole like back, like when I could see like in all the different. Oh, this is really cool. Mm. <laughs> Definitely seems right up Riff's alley. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you guys, you know, take an hour and rest. Uh, Ball, who you uh, originally cast detect magic. Uh, the orb itself definitely magical. The pedestal uh, is definitely magical. Um, the orb is going to be a divination, and then the pedestal is uh, abjuration. Yeah, since we got time, might as well do identify on the orb, do. Okay. Um, I do believe that you have to physically touch the object that you want to identify. Mm. <laughs> well, then, let me double check that. For science! 
you know, you, you're, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I know what it does. I don't want to touch it. So let's touch to the pedestal instead, since it has magic coming from it. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, you spend some time, you kind of cautiously touch the pedestal. Nothing happens as you put, uh, you know, metal stone onto stone. Um, you need to spend some time and identify it. The pedestal gives you this sense, um, you know, identifying things, things in the past, especially like known magic items, easily enchantable magic items, gives you a fairly simple breakdown of what it does. It's magically enchanted to, you know, resist wear and tear. It increases your aptitude in battle, things like that. This one just gives you a sense, like just a feeling. And it's a feeling of earth, of stability, of connection to the ground. And it, 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 you just get this image of a large tree. Um, it seems that this is here to do two things. One, is to keep the orb in place and two is to connect the orb to some sort of root system of power okay that makes sense because you know we were thinking this whole tower was kind of built from a tree or in a tree or on a tree or something Mm -hmm. maybe this is like a connection to it i kind of share that with the group and those ideas if anybody has any feedback do you think it's the tree that was in the ethereal plane, like when it was in the middle of the room, like when when we were battling the shambling mound? Never really had much time to investigate that. That's something I would like to look at more, but it could it could be it could be related. I'm not sure. All right, let's keep it in our brains. Yeah, does that does that jive with what I encountered in my dream with the tree that grew out of the ground and all that in a way that gives me any sort of ideas I mean it doesn't sound familiar to I think anything you've you've encountered okay yeah the, the, the description uh, of, ha- of how the map magic works on the pedestal okay. author are you getting any sense of this place being familiar to what you envisioned? Mr. Ball, unfortunately, this place really only conjures the barest of associations, especially with my time on another plane. Um, you know, something about being in a tower, something about this moss popping up around here really recalls my dream of the other side, if you will, or. Uh, my experience on the other side before coming back. But uh, any more than that, uh, I, I, I I wouldn't know. Uh, I don't know anything else about it, rather. Well, if I, anything comes up, I'd love to hear it. I'm interested on what's on the other side of that door to the north. I know it sounded like it was blocked, but where there is a will, there is a way. Yeah, you guys uh, finish your short rest, regain hit points as you need to. Anything that resets on the short rest, go ahead and mark that. Spells, baby. <laughs> um, to do. And what do you guys want to do? I guess What's we go look plan? at that other door. Mr. Wolf, that door was mm-hmm. barred. Now you're a big man with mighty strength. Yes, I'm the strongest man. <laughs> uh, you should pit your strength against that that door. This door stands no chance against me. It's simply a door made of wood, and it's dumb. Would um, you like me to help, Mr. Wolf? No. <laughs> I thought so. I don't need your help. <laughs> I can do it. So yeah, you uh, you approach the door. You kind of you know test it. It it hits into something on the other side. Uh, go ahead and give me a strength check uh, if you want to try and bash through it. Can I give him guidance? You can give him guidance. I do that. All right. I don't. 
was the guidance plus a plus a D four. D four. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that is going to be a uh, 24. 24, easily. Uh, whatever was stacked on the other side of this breaks under your... Um, just charging. Like You're you just going to brute force into the door like two, three times, and it, the whole thing opens up, and these crates that were on the other side blocking it off uh, just scatter and this chamber opens up and uh, inside behind some rocks, you immediately notice a soldier trying to kind of hide. And then behind in the corner, there's another soldier tending to a body uh, that is surrounded by some crates there as well. Um, as you, as you enter in, the this soldier kind of catches your eye and just just looks and waits. Uh, hello, I'm Thrakus Wolfsbane. Uh, uh, I don't mean you harm, I think. <laughs> Are they wearing Usama stuff? It does appear that they're using yeah, you're wearing Usama um Probably, uh, these are probably some of the soldiers that went missing that those other folks told us about. Yeah, oh, apparently oh, they're yeah. not all dead. Yeah, yes, I, I see your gar, your your garments now. Okay, yes, no, I do not mean you harm. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, you see what looks to be kind of the the leader, the one with a couple extra tags on their uniform um, that was close to you, kind of stands up and says, "Well, that's good. Most things mean us harm here." What the hell's going on? How how'd you get in here? Uh, well, uh, with hold on, hold on. Is that thing still out there? Uh, you interrupted me. Sorry, oh. I. It just came in and attacked us again. I'm the great plant monster. Yes, Squaglin. Yes, we killed. Yes, Squag. That's what that thing's called. It is now. Uh, that's what we were calling it. Um. Okay. I mean, sometimes it disappears. Um, it's usually in that hallway you're in, so I guess if it's not there now, we should be good. Has it attacked you in this room? Well, we thought we were safe. We we, we locked ourselves up in here about a week and a half ago. It it, it would always try and, try and get us when he tried to escape through the hallway there, and so we just stayed in here, but God, like two minutes ago or something, or sorry, like an hour or so ago, it was able to come in and and he looks back behind him and says, well, killed one of my soldiers, Sasha, there. Um, Do you mind if I take a look at your soldier? See if I can help? Um, yes. Uh, yeah, if there's anything you can do, uh, please. Okay. I go ahead and uh, shake my jug and see if Zephyr or uh, Arthur had drank all of it, and I'll offer it over to him. Looks like you could use this frame. I did though, so <laughs> I hand him an empty jug. <laughs> I'm just he, he he goes to he goes to drink some, and there's there's some in there, and he uh, all backwash. Yeah, he's uh, um, Genasi spit. <laughs> I can give you mayo tomorrow if you like. <laughs> oh, um, God, that actually sounds really good. Um, we've been eating what was left in here. It was mostly roots, and I don't know where they came from. He kind of just motions to some of the boxes that were in there. You said you've been in here for around two weeks. Uh, that's it's a while. Yeah, we we were sent to um. Uh, try and figure out what was going on here um they'd sent a fairly large uh contingent out i don't know if you saw they they were up on that upper level in the main main hall most of them died it seems we were trying to figure out what was going on they said they were going to send more uh i'm sorry um well they sent us it has been a and I'm going to walk up to him and I go, Hi, Referee Night Meadow, Shadow of the Silver Song, Shadow Monk of the Age, all good, blah, blah, blah. Here's some boo- uh, here's some food. And I'll open my bag and like break off some of the bread that I, I had. I was like, here you go. Oh, thank you so much. And You're he very grabs welcome. It, 
and kind of breaks it apart and, and goes over to uh, the other soldier there um, and gives it to them. Um, I'm gonna go see if Scory can maybe use a little help with your yeah. friend. And and as as you do that, Scory, you you go up to uh, these two these two soldiers, the one on the ground, um, just glancing at immediately. You can tell has has passed. They took a, a pretty large uh, um, hit uh, against their against their shoulder and uh, side, um, and the other There's one's me. just kind of keeping, you know, keeping them comfortable in death. Okay, like they're actively passing, or they have passed? no, they they have passed. Okay, um, I'm gonna place my hand on the shoulder of the one sitting beside the deceased and say. I'm I'm truly sorry for your loss. If it's any consolation, I know that they're with you now in the afterlife. Um, is there any sort of um, ceremony that we can do for for your soldier? Uh, they they kind of look up to you, and it looks like they've just been trying to focus on you know tending to the the dead and been that that's been what their main focus is and they kind of look at at you as um uh uh no at least not um at least not now i think i think her parents would want her buried in in their cemetery um but we'll have to get the body back to usama um i uh, i i I just don't know what to no thank you but no i think i think for now we're okay we just we just want to get the hell out of here well you did an amazing thing getting here in the first place uh did you have to get here by going backwards as well um we we tried to get here as fast as we could and uh the leader of them uh kind of chimes in says uh yeah we we were sent uh we arrived here about two weeks ago sent about four weeks getting here to the tower was pretty difficult yeah um it took us about two days to actually get here i don't know even know how we did it yeah same Uh, with us it was quite confusing do you do you happen to know uh another contingent of usama soldiers that uh encountered some war forged along the way um well we we one of we didn't encounter any war forged. If there was any other, there's any other soldiers that, uh, any, any other contingents that would have been out here. I wouldn't have been many aware of them. I'm, I'm only the second in command of, of our group. Uh, uh, our captain Vildren, he, he was the one that, that tried that, that got us here, but he died getting Does us into this room. Does the name Goth read a ring a bell? Garth. Um, no, sorry. Or Brooks. Uh-uh. How about Brooks? Brooks. No, sorry, I, I don't. You were. Do you know where Stephen? How about uh, Mr. Stephen? No, Steven. no, he might have retired. He was pretty old. So about this room. What um, about Casanor? You know Casanor? I, I <laughs> would say, uh, Wolf. The name Vildren does ring a bell to you. Oh, that name ring it rang a bell to me. <laughs> that was somebody that you served with uh, in in the army. Um, that was one of the uh, paladins or mages. I forget which. That was one of the um, ones that was that you were with, um, setting the scrying towers along the mountains. Mm, gotcha. I relay that to whoever asked that. What was it, Caleb? Hmm. That's just so. that's just he, he mentioning that name. Oh, okay. In in <laughs> what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Well then I just say that. I know that name. <laughs> oh, you know the you knew the you knew the captain. Yeah, I served with him. Uh, well, you might find his body out there then. He like I said, oh, he, he's sad. the one that that got us in here safe. After that, he locked the door. I thought we thought he locked the door and he tried to fight off whatever that beast was. He was a brave soldier. He he would have given his life for any of his men. Mm. We were honored to serve with him. It's unfortunate he did not survive. 
Thank you. Um, sorry. Uh, if that thing's gone and you guys are here to fulfill your contract, uh, you find any, I don't know if we're much you, use to you. Did you find anything in this room and all the time you spent in here? Anything of interest? Something about a scrying orb, maybe? Um, no, no, no orbs or nothing in here. It looks like they just kind of kept their supplies in here. There's a bunch of bunch of warforged legs in that box over there. Uh, there were some roots, like I said, some other weird spices and herbs I ain't never seen before. <sighs> not a, not a whole lot in here. No, I'm That's sorry. Junk room. Well, I believe the door is open. If if you want to travel through that plane and out the other door, um, our carriage is out front. You can talk to our, our man Craig. Uh, we could be in here for a few more days, though. Uh, you're welcome to travel back with us, though. Oh, that'd be much appreciated. I, I, if we could just get out of this tower and out in the open, I would be appreciated. Um, I mean, give us, give us a day or two to rest, and and you know, our sword or swords will be yours. There's the the pathway out is clear, so we better uh, make haste. But pay no attention to the uh, rotting head on a pike out there. Ah, okay. And uh, you see the the leader and their uh, cohort grab the uh, uh, dead body, um, and they start making their way out to the uh, caravan you have outside to just get some rest and get out of this this area. I'd like to just passively warn him too about Casanor, who is like the folks that we passed that killed those people and hid their bodies. Uh, gotcha. You got to be wary of folk like that out here. Um, we're not in in the confines of Usama, so you're going to have lots of con men out here trying to get one over on you. We'll keep an eye out. I, I know what to look for. Absolutely. You always have to be on the lookout for con men and silver-tongued people like that. Yeah, We all we all look at Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of con men out here. <laughs> well, well, thank you all. I, I, we really appreciate it. Um, hopefully we can return the favor sometime. Uh, I want to go ahead and inspect the spices and the roots, uh, check for any alchemical uses, and yep. then just give the room a, a once-over looking for anything hidden or yeah. whatnot in the corners. Yeah, you you take some time. Um, it looks like most of the stuff in here is is what he was describing. There's some parts to Warforge. There is uh, some roots. Um, and the other stuff he was thinking were spices, you can tell are magical components for spells. Um, uh, nothing leaps out at you as, as anything particularly valuable, but you definitely have spell components here. How uh, much? Probably a good quality 50 gold worth of spell components. Um, and then a, a bunch of just, you know, stuff that might be used for other purposes, glass bottles, um, bookcases, things like that. Mr. Ball, if these materials here are potentially valuable to the war effort that the mages put against the kingdom of Usama, perhaps before we leave the tower, any components, materials that we don't haul away ourselves, we should destroy to make sure if the mages uh, ever come out of their stasis that they don't have access uh, to these components as easily. I don't know if they're any valuable or what. They just look like, you know, basil and uh, I have good. a few things that I might want to use the spell components for. Uh, if it's something we can haul away, I think it's a great idea. We should not leave them here for the, the mages. I'll pack that up. Okay. Does, yeah, easy enough to do. Uh, I'd like to examine the roots as well. Um, do they look like they are um, similar uh, to the tree or the stump of the tree that we saw in the no, the these, these look like they would be some sort of tuber or a root vegetable almost. Okay. Um, so yeah, not not just root stores, but, not not connected to. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you guys, uh, you know, you you clear this room out. Looks like most of the stuff was pulled out from them staying in here at the time, uh, and you're able to grab it grab it qu- pretty quickly as you kind of finish up with the with the room and head out to the main chamber. 
Uh, and that is where we're going to leave it for today's episode mm. where we end up exploring the rest of the chaos, uh, the tower of chaos. Uh, I have been your DM, Alex. Thank you for joining us around our proverbial podcast table. Uh, with me tonight has been Dash is Thrakis. Billy Michaels is Rafirian Nightmeadow. Red is Arthur. Caleb is Scory Talbrun. And Milo is Bull. Uh, grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.